but there'll be an unexpected splash of orange as part of September. They never surrender. The Giants will be there. Hello and welcome to Thursday Lines. I'm your host for today, Nikki. Thursday Lines is proudly brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, punting form and the Comics Lounge. MG, we're going to talk all things AFL because the season's done and dusted. Finals, here we come. Yes, uh, morning, Nikki. Yeah, mm-hmm. final eight is set and uh, we've got a week off mm-hmm. uh, this week. So we've uh, had a few awards and everything like that. But yeah, the final eight set. So we'll just quickly go over yep. the... Uh, matches later on just to show the prices and uh, maybe which way the markets are heading but uh yeah the final eight is set and the uh, rest of the teams are on holiday oh well i've already seen some mad monday snaps i quite like that i'm looking forward to the nrl mad monday how you going top bro oh mad monday a little less a little less scripted a little more uh looser than uh the afls i dare say long gone long gone in the afl days uh mg where people are stealing buses from spencer street station mad monday Actually, back, back in your days, I think top row for those ones. Yes, there are uh, just familiar about these days, isn't it? They all post the photos. It's pretty, yeah, pretty. more more in house. Got to control them more until they uh, get overseas. I think top row. <laughs> oh no! At least in Sydney, they keep it real. Keep it real, exactly right. Rugby league is yell, So, what have you got from the AFL awards last night? Yeah, so we had the um, uh, obviously the week off. The mm-hmm. AFL still want to be. Uh, uh, having events and stuff. So last night they had uh, one of their prime events was the uh, naming of the All-Australian team. They, uh, um, not too many surprises, I think the selectors overall did a pretty good job. Uh, anyone who saw it, I think there was a few maybe omissions, uh, maybe Wiedering in the back line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neil didn't find a spot from Brisbane who mm-hmm. I think will be, go close to running maybe top five, top six in the Brownlow. So he was probably a little unlucky. And I mm-hmm. think Liberatore was a bit of a glaring omission for the uh, – for the Bulldogs, um, but other than that, I think the team was pretty solid and uh, just a couple of real key guides um, leading into the Brownlow, which we'll talk about probably more next week or the week after, is uh, that uh, Butters won the uh, Coaches Award, which is okay. uh, always, you know, uh, carries a bit of weight uh, mm. for the Brownlow. So I think he's uh, about the uh, third or fourth in the betting at the moment. And uh, Bonton Pally, the Bulldogs captain, who was named vice-captain for the All-Australian, mm-hmm. he won the Players Award, which is uh, for the second time. So that carries a bit of weight. And obviously Bonton Pally is uh, running just slight second favourite at this stage. So we'll have a look at the Brownlow odds uh, a bit later in the show. Oh, I can't wait. It's the night of nights for everyone, not just the men, also the ladies. Um, top row, NRL news, poor JWH. Seven matches, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Or JWH. First of all, I'd just love to know who the All Australian team were playing in their uh, international. I'm sure that's <laughs> you. <laughs> you wheel out the same joke every year, top row. I know. Guess what? Yeah. <laughs> the classics never die. The classics never die, Jack. I don't have an answer for it, and I love the way last night on the coverage, top row, that they do talk about, uh, you know, if the players were running out and all this kind of stuff. How, you know, who would who would be the alpha dog in the forward line and stuff like that? <laughs> so they actually. Still maintain that they're actually oh, playing no. the game, even though there's no one to play. Hysterical, provincial sport. Uh, JWH, it was, uh, look, he deserves seven weeks for what he did. No. <laughs> no, he didn't. But with a rap sheet as long as he is, and the fact that he would be so stupid to, to, to put himself <laughs> in that position, right? You see, you've seriously got a question, like, I oh, know he's the leader of that club, he's done a wonderful job, been a wonderful servant for a long time. I know his job is the alpha dog to, to be the enforcer, but to get to get lured into headbutting a bloke against, against the last place team, 
with two rounds to go when you've got a match to 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 save your season the week after. Absolutely astonishing. So I'm giving seven weeks just for stupidity. It's not surprising. N- <laughs> NRL player being stupid Listen, kind of fits that, the mold. But Top Rob's right. That's his job. And um, if you looked at, I, I, I did enjoy watching the um. The press conference with Trent Robinson, and he was like, "Oh, there's nothing in it, like really nothing in it." And I'm like, "Trent." And then I came out, and it was like six weeks. We're going to fight it seven weeks. I'm like, "Poor Trent, <laughs> he's just got to toe the line. See, nothing in it." See you next year. <laughs> well, he's, well, he's he's not. He won't be able to play. He's got to play on next year. He's got to wait now for his 300. So that's a bit. That's a bit of a shame, you know. Uh, I think. Well, oh yeah, it is a bit of a shame because there are there aren't too many props still made scrambled. and she's done a pretty good job, especially considering all the suspensions you've had to serve. So, um, it's been uh, a fairly remarkable career. But yeah, look, it's it, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about later the the, the game of the week. Absolutely, is the the, the Roosters and Rabbitohs on Friday night this week. But uh, um, certainly lost a bit because of the stupidity of two of the main protagonists, Latrell last week or. Yeah, the week before the bye and Jared last week. So a little disappointing there, but uh, look, I, I, yeah, they've got it right on both occasions. Okay, they've got it right. <laughs> we'll have a discussion later, though, right? <laughs> shall, we go over some, um, <laughs> shall we go over some AFL Round 24 results, MG? Yeah, we'll wrap up the uh, home and away season, as you said. So a uh, quick rundown that uh, Essendon obviously chucked it in for the year. Their poor finish. Uh, they've got a big off-season ahead of them. Uh, Collingwood just... Uh, Absolutely crushed him, geared up for the finals and there. Cherry right, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Got a few players come back, which we'll discuss shortly. Uh, big win by 70 points. Uh, Frio got the job done. Hawthorne, not really uh, anything to play for there. And then the next game, Kangaroos uh, didn't have anything to play for in this game. Uh, Suns, really poor finish of the season. But Kangaroos finally got a win after 20 straight losses. So that'll something to gear him into next year. So uh, it was a pretty free-flowing game. Not much pressure in the game. Um Brisbane in a dour struggle. Uh, St Kilda got a couple of late goals, which made that look closer than it was. Brisbane had control all game. Uh, Bulldogs got the job done in a must-win game when they had to go down there to beat Geelong, which is a rare thing to do. So they kept their season alive all for one day. Unfortunately, they got extinguished by the Giants. And Adelaide got the job against West Coast. That game meant nothing. Uh, Port Adelaide got the job done. So they uh, finished off their season uh, back with the confidence they needed. Their last month's been pretty good. Richmond disappointing finish of the year. Melbourne, uh, two final sides, so they were both playing for uh, for something going in. And uh, Sydney looked like they were well and truly in the game. Melbourne just finished the stronger and got the job done. And GWS Carlton coming out of the last game uh, for GWS had to win to make it, and they got the job done over the Blues and broke their nine-game winning streak. So um, two very informed sides. And, uh, yeah, so GWS knock out the Bulldogs for a spot in the eight. Yeah, well, we were at that game, and I think I sent you the footage of um, Charlie Kerno kicking the uh, to get his Coleman. Coleman. But but pretty much from the time that he got the Coleman, they just shut down. And I think that was it. The game plan then was like, it's fine, we know where we're going to be. He's got the Coleman, and we'll just conserve. And um, obviously no injuries going into the finals. So I think you could really tell by the way that they played then that, that Carlton just shut off, which was unfortunate. But it did show how good Toby Green was. I would say he st- stood up. That was great. Yep. So moving right along to some stats for... The end of the home and away seasons. Okay, so we finished on five of nine faves around 24, three of nine covers, four of nine over totals, and three of nine for the home teams. And for the season, that took us to 66% of faves, 46% of covers, 51% over totals, and 50% for the home team. Yeah, it's probably just a touchdown. Uh, 70 is about an even breaker for the favourites. Mm-hmm. So uh, the bookies had the best of it over the season. Also, the uh, outsider punters or the dog punters had the best of it there with 54%. Uh, totals ran pretty even. 
to 50 in the home teams. Uh, yeah, home ground advantage is not what it used to be. I know there's a lot of neutral grounds mm. as well, but yeah, pretty much on the 50%. Thanks, MG. Okay, top rope, let's run through second last round for the NRL. Take me through it. Yeah, shocked to start the week off. The, uh, the red up there, Penrith were absolutely fault the rest of a couple of players, but <coughs> shoot, uh, it was still uh, well and truly uh, absolutely hammered by their roles. I don't know, second time they lost them this year, but heels are done dusty for the year. Warriors beat the Dragons in a very dour affair over in uh, Auckland. Cowboys having the Dolphins 34-10. Cowboys keeping their flickering hopes of final football alive. Storm 37-16 in one of the great gambling moments of the season, uh, led by 20 with four minutes to go. Cameron must keep the field goal at the line, 20 and a half that chucked out. So completely meaningless field goal to cover the spread, as, uh, as Homer Simpson would say uh, in the, uh, the great episode of The Simpsons. Uh, Bruce has been the Tigers 32 8 notable for JWH's brain explosion, cost seven weeks. Joe Miner's injury as well. Mm, 50 chance of being back. I expect he will play this week, but no moral. Uh, Broncos 2018. Uh, Ricky Stewart brought gloves both the cameraman and at the press conference, but uh, should have been looking in the mirror because the reason they lost was his own stupid team selections. 2018. Uh, the Bulldogs continue to embarrass themselves further and he kind of dealt with more. In the newspapers this week, lost to Manly 42-24. I would have scored a hat-trick against some of the defences that bad. And the Knights beat the Sharks. Those six Sharks at 6-0, but Annika Hines, no dice. Uh, absolutely flogged Knights now, eight on the trot. Thanks, Stop Rope. Okay, so we have a uh, quick look at the bookie wrap. All right, so we finished with seven of eight faves, five of eight covers, four of eight over totals, and four of eight for the home teams. And for the season, that takes us to 69% of faves, 47% of covers, 48% over totals and 56% for the home team. Yeah, been a pretty even year kind of numbers you, you generally expect uh, around the place. It's uh, uh, very even maybe the favourites are winning out of decent stuff, but probably not covering enough. So uh, slightly into the, uh, the underdogs covering up 57% and probably notable for some of the bigger lines there as well. All right, a quick look at the global wrap before we take on the last round in the NRL. MG, Victor Hovland, the man with all of the outfits. Uh, he's got all the outfits and all the cash. It was a. Well, it was, what did I? What did I see? He said that because he lives in Oklahoma, right? Yeah. He said he said the money he's earned this year, which is like something like thirty something million. He said that goes a long way in Oklahoma. Like I like him. I he dig him. He could buy right. half of Oklahoma. He still lives in his. He still lives in his college town. So. Um, no way. Yeah, he still lives in Stillwater, Oklahoma. So he, uh, um, big a big Oklahoma State man there. Um, but yeah, he's. Uh, uh, yeah, really, you know, he hasn't won a major yet, but he's, con- he's contended in two this year. He's really elevated himself to that that top tier, and you kind of suggest why he's just around the corner. Not the point was up for Scotty Scheffler. Unbelievable. Like, he strokes game numbers from Tita Green, put him on par with Tyler Woods at his peak, and they both won two tournaments this year. Didn't win the Tour Championship, didn't win a single major. Uh, 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 he's punting as it's absolutely killing this year. So I did it once again on the Tour Championship. It's a fair choke top rope, wasn't it? He went in uh, around, what, 240 mark with a, with a lead going in and uh, he's got beaten by, what, 16 shots. Yeah, he was, uh, and that lead was gone pretty early on too. Yeah, uh, the, the format's stupid. I, I, there, was, there was not been a PGA Tour event this year and I've watched less than the Tour Championship. I could not have given it down, which is quite stunning for what is essentially something they're trying to make as their, their grand final. So, uh, very, very dull event. Uh, Hovland ran away with it. Wasn't a good betting event from the start. Wasn't a good betting event throughout. So, 
Uh, yeah, Sheffler choked again. Whether the show on his form is form the greens getting worse. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see how he performs at the right cup when essentially you're gonna have to make birdies and you're just not doing it right. Is that the way they announced it yesterday? Is that is that the one where they're going to roam? Yeah, yep. Do you reckon the team yeah. are outside yesterday? So they will have their six automatics like King and six uh six captain picks for around yesterday and probably the most controversial is the out of form Justin Thomas getting rod. Keegan Bradley was, to put it politely, filthy in his step. But, uh, um, yeah, look, it's very hard to go past Chet. He's got a, a, he's got a, a, a fairly remarkable Ryder Cup record. He's wonderful in the team room, good for chemistry, and, and yeah, you would have been low to, to leave him off like Can you take me through some uh, US Open? Because we've started on Monday, didn't we? Yes, US Open. Uh, well, the matches are ongoing as, as we're recording mm-hmm. this pod. But, uh, yeah, currently not too many upsets. Um, I think Sitsa Pass there, he's, he's just been uh, ousted overnight. But other than that, uh, the two favourites are uh, well ahead, Djokovic and Alcaraz. So um, not too many changes so far in the men's, but we're only a couple of rounds in. And in the women's, uh, not too many changes going. Um, in fact, none of those top ones have been knocked out. So very little change, but it is only in round two. Yeah, yeah. so betting found at Top Sports and they'll go, uh, I think they start around midnight or something, mm-hmm. go through to about midday, uh, give or take. So... Fills the morning session for us, that's for sure. So, um, yeah, we'll monitor that for next week. We'll get down to the uh, the semifinals for next week's pod. Nitty-gritty for next week. Okay, and um, we've still continuing with the FIBA Men's World Cup and the basketball? Yeah, the World Cup. Um, yeah, not – well, there is a few changes. USA at the top uh, is holding pretty firm. Canada's a big mover. Uh, I think they started at $13 uh, at the start of the tournament, so they've come into five. Uh, we've lost France, who were – where I think the second pick at the start of the tournament, then it's pretty even after that. So USA is still the team to beat, but uh, yeah, Australia had to survive uh, uh, after losing a pool match to get through, but they're uh, comfortably through to the next section. Okay, that is amazing. Go the Aussies. And your favourite, the AFLW. Huh. I've never met someone who loves the AFLW more than you. So when do we start? Um, Friday night at Icon Park. Love, hate, I would have put it. It's uh, love it. like betting on it. Watching it's a different story, but uh, yeah, the AFL uh, W kicks off season eight. So there's ten rounds. Uh, all eighteen teams are playing. Kicks off tomorrow night um, during the bye week for the AFL. So uh, last year's winner will start favourites Melbourne at three thirty. Brisbane, who have lost a lot of players in the off season, will be interesting to see how they go. Uh, they lost in the grand final last year to Melbourne. Second favourite at four dollars. North Melbourne are picked to be the uh, Probably the big improvers at eight dollars on the third line. Uh, Adelaide have lost a couple of players. They're full forward out to eight fifty. Uh, then I think it falls away pretty quick. Uh, Richmond would be a pot for me at thirteen dollars. I, I don't understand why they're the fifth pick. Collingwood have got some injuries coming back to their key players, so they're a bit of a question mark. And then I think it drops off. So yeah, I think I think I'd be surprised if the winner didn't come. Definitely from the top four, but the top two are going to be hard to beat. So. We'll monitor that as it goes on. But, yeah, all odds, uh, top sports kicking off tomorrow night. Thanks, MG. Okay, and now it is time for Thursday Lines, proudly brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for over 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with Top Sport. Let's get into some AFL premiership prices. Yeah, so eight left now. Final eight is set. And we've got uh, the play, uh, the games, which we'll run through shortly. But Collingwood at 3.30 at the top. Uh, they obviously get, uh, well, not really home ground advantage now because they play Melbourne at the MCG. But, uh they do get the double chance. Brisbane get, uh, if all things go well, when they beat Port first up, they'll get two games at the Gabba at 3.80. Melbourne uh, are the firmers now that they obviously do get Collingwood at the MCG at a neutral venue at 3.80. Uh, 
Port Adelaide got a big job going to Brisbane, who are having lost at the Gabba this year at five fifty. Your Blues, I think they're your second side, which is a bit mm-hmm. strange being Nesson supported eleven dollars. The Giants make the make it into the eight. Now they're twenty one dollars because they're probably maybe the two or three um, most formed team in the comp. Uh, St Kilda out to thirty four. Sydney rounded up at forty one dollars. Who played in the grand final last year? Thanks, MT. Okay, and have we got a little bit of a Brownlow update? You touched on it earlier. Yeah, so obviously all the matches are finished now. So in terms of a, uh, um, you know, the votes are all in theory set and stuff. So yeah, we kind of mentioned a couple of weeks ago that Dacos, you know, once he got injured, um, Mm. he would have missed the last four rounds. He was, uh, I think he was about a dollar seventy five, dollar eighty favorite, and they pushed him out as far as six dollars six fifty, which is quite ludicrous, really, with the lead he would have had. Uh, So he's now found his way back into favoritism uh, ahead of Bontempelli, who won the. uh, the Players' Award last night, Zach Butters third, who won the Coaches' Award last night at 5.30. So he's actually moved in quite a lot. His finish in the last four rounds is something. So if he's within probably eight or nine votes of Dacos, he'll run mm-hmm. him down. Uh, Petrarca, the third pick, who I'm still keen on at the $7. And I think uh, I think that's about it. Lockie Neal will probably run fifth, but he'll be behind that yep. the top four group. So I think there's only four chances. But we'll discuss a Brownlow in more depth as uh, the next couple of weeks. Look forward to it. Thanks, MG. Okay, can we just have a quick look at these stings for round 24? Yeah, the stings, we didn't have too much. The last round's always pretty difficult mm. to bet with, with a lot of dead games and also um, not knowing whether sides are f- full throttle, like uh, the Blues you said, where yep. the game you went and watched. So, um, yeah, got got our first one again and then uh, couldn't finish the last two. So one out of three, slight loss. Um, over the year, it's dwindling down to only uh, plus point. Two seven five, so you're gonna have to lift in the month of uh, the September. finals. Yeah, but we um, I will uh, we had a pretty good futures result mm-hmm. so far um, with all the uh, futures package that we did at the start of the year. We'll release that at some stage. We've obviously got some Brownlow um stuff going, and we've also got Brisbane Live at the eight dollars yep. fifty for that as well. But yeah, that's going to be a winning portion to the year. So we'll post that uh, at some stage. Thanks, MG. Okay, top rope. NRL Premiership. Yeah, the the Panthers are on the back of uh, a fairly bad defeat and some pressure for on the Broncos. Uh, the three dot uh, in out to two fifty with the Broncos in the three dollars. You know, all those two teams, the value has to be with Penrith and that, and that. Brisbane could surely come off at any low and betting. Um, it's also I don't think it's a super advantage finishing first. They're probably going to end up with a Storm. Broncos have a shocking record against the Storm. Makes Thursday night. Somewhere interesting, but it's uh, yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't sell the storm. The storm have, have, have scored 37 plus in five of their last six. Anything they've done it against is is uh, and Panthers and the Papa's back, so yeah, I'd yeah, broken record. Give me the storms. <laughs> <laughs> well, the storm at 650 is not bad compared to the Panthers at 250. I'll take that. I'll take the Panthers at 250 out of the Broncos at three balls. That seems rock bottom. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm very excited for the minor premiership. Now, take me through the GGOA for last week. Uh, yeah. It's one week, so broken record again. It's uh, been a very poor, poor, poor end of the season, unfortunately. We've seen a lot of favourites uh, winning and covering. We'll skip right over that then. Well, let's go. Shall we check out? <laughs> Shall we check out some AFL games, MG? Yes. A quick preview for yes. finals week number one. So we've got Collingwood and Melbourne. Collingwood $1.80, Melbourne $2. The line is only one and a half, and that's next Thursday the 7th at 7.20 at the MCG. Yeah, so this will be next uh, 
Thursday, a yeah. week away. So, yeah, we'll kick off. So no AFL football this week. So top rope in his NRL get a free kick. Um, yeah, this will be obviously a cracker too. You know, neutral venue, so Collingwood a bit hard done by. Finishing on top with no great advantage at all. Um, this will be a cracking betting game. Uh, early thoughts are, I think, uh, the money's come from Melbourne early and I think the push might it'd be surprised. You know, it could actually switch over. I think the the value for me at this stage will be just slightly Collingwood, even though uh, I'm, I'm a bit conflicted and wanting <laughs> Melbourne to win the flag. Um, but, yeah, I just think uh, ratings-wise and number-wise with the players they'll get back and stuff, I think uh, – yeah, I'm going to be against the market flow here, and I think uh, Collingwood might end up being the value. Uh, pretty keen on the total here. They posted 167.5 down to 163 uh, in the market. It's just too high for a final, I think, at the MCG. So, yeah, early play on the under. Early play on the under. I saw that with the Stings, and I love it. Okay, now we go to Carlton and Sydney, so must win for both teams. Carlton, $1.48, Sydney, two sixty five. The line is 13.5, and that is next Friday the 8th at 7.50. Yeah, tough game to line up. Um, you know, both pretty informed teams to obviously make it. You know, at certain stages during the year, neither of these sides are on track to make the final. So good job getting there for sure. Um, so Carlton would have won nine of their last ten, Sydney six of their last seven to, to get in. I think the key stat here is the venue at the MCG. Uh, Carlton are, uh, um, you know, they've won a few games here, five and three, whereas Sydney are 0-3 for the year. So I think just from a betting point of view, um, it's probably not going to be one for me, but I understand why Carlton are pretty strong favourites in this game. Okay. Let's go to St Kilda and the GWS. That is next Saturday, the 9th at 3.20 in the afternoon. St Kilda, $1.98, GWS, one eighty two, and the line is one and a half. Yeah, cracking. So these teams finish 6th and 7th. Uh, as you can see, nothing between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, GWS, uh, I was kind of hoping that uh, the market would open up St Kilda favourite here and GWS would be a bet, but too smart, the bookies, and they've started up on the right side of the ledger. Uh, GWS won nine of their last 11, and St Kilda are very hit and miss going home. So uh, as long as momentum from the buy doesn't yeah. hold them here, I think GWS are the side I'd rather be on. Okay, I agree with you, GWS there. And then we go to Brisbane, Port Adelaide to round it out next Saturday at 7.25. Brisbane, $1.45. Port Adelaide, two seventy five. The line is 15 and a half. Yeah, looking forward to these. So both teams uh, obviously finished uh, the second and third on the ladder. Both finished with 17 wins. Both coming in with winning form. Brisbane have won four in a row. Port have won three in a row. So this will be a cracker. Keys obviously home ground advantage with mm-hmm. Brisbane. Earn finishing second. At the Gabba, they're 11-0 for the year. Won their last 12 overall. So it can be hard to go against. So I just think the line's probably a touch big. I think the value might lie with Port. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see what uh, – Port have got three or four selections that are expected to come in. So we'll wait for teams, obviously uh, – next week before we dive too much into it. But, yeah, I just think uh, Port may be a touch big at the line here. Mm. Port will sit and watch there. Thanks, MG. Okay, top rope, let's go through the NRL because tonight what a game we've got. Brisbane Broncos take on the Melbourne Storm up at the Gabba. Oh, sorry, the um, what have we got? Suncorp, Thursday night, 7.50. Brisbane Broncos, $1.63. Storm, two twenty five. The line is a flat four and the over under 43 and a half. Yeah, surprise. We took this long to get to this one considering it's how sport being played this weekend. But, uh we, here we go. Uh, yeah, Broncos Storm game, but Sangley and her team wants to win. Uh, yeah, mass changes on both sides. Fairly embarrassing to the NRL that, that the forwards and other sports team just started resting most of the key players. Week the, the the Broncos have been out there eight best players, a couple injured, one suspended, but followed being rested. Storm resting like eleven players, including all their spine. Look, got to be with the Storm here, but. It's just really, really about who, want, who wants to win this one. It's that kind of, yeah, 10th year enthusiasm on the punt. 
just something I'm, I'm loath to say, but it's the only really way to approach this one. Uh, I imagine that the Storm would want to get the Broncos next week. I imagine that the Broncos would probably prefer to get the Warriors next week. So in that sense, both teams will be, will be trying to lose. It's not just rest players, but the Storm has a pack. I think he will be desperate to address. He won't be polishing back because he's probably not going to be starting for the Storm next week. So he wants to impress contrary back to someone in full fitness and, and, and full impact. So uh, the Storm, of course, have a dollar record against the Broncos or the one the last 13, 30 of the last 34, you know, covered, you know, 12 of the last 13. So it's been pretty embarrassing. It's been an embarrassing run for the Broncos since the 2006 round final, really, against uh, Melbourne. But yeah, with the, with the Storm, yeah, but yeah. Time to close out, yeah, it's a bit of a bro. The match of the round, the Rabbitohs and the Roosters, Friday night, 8 o'clock, Rabbitohs, $1.85, the Chooks are $1.96, there is no line over under 43 and a half. Yeah, must win for both teams. I think uh, at least the Roosters, you've got a win to be in, and probably the Rabbitohs, you're probably going to need to the win to be in. Win will assure them a false spot anyway. Uh, find the town side, very difficult bets. Also, surprise South of our favourites, considering their recent form. They have been dreadful, and they've got another Troy Mitchell. As much as losing JWH hurts uh, hurts Chooks, losing the trail is way more of an impact for For South, there's a lot of talk about it being a digging game for the Bunnies. I'm not so sure about that. I just think. Now, it hasn't been a natural problem for South a little bit. It's been an execution problem. So, but I'm with the rest of the momentum coming into it. Slightly in towards them. No real numbers supporting them. They did win. Come on two of the last three. Won 20 to win in round three. Best bet in this fight is the over. Uh, very low total, 42 and a half. Uh, over 10 and three when South Russell lost a 13 plus. 13 and eight when the Roosters off a win of 20 plus. And six of the last seven between those two, a bit 42 or more. So uh, lean into the over in this one. Thank you, Top Rope, and thanks for picking my team because if you're going to be sitting with me on a Friday night tomorrow, we're having a wine and we're in our Roosters regalia and that is all we're cheering. That is the only thing that can be played tomorrow night. If your husband's in his Roosters regalia, I'll be very, very surprised. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you something. He's going to wear something. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go to um, Cronulla and the Raiders on that Sunday afternoon. The Sharkies are $1.33. The Raiders are three thirty. The line is 9 and a half, and the over under 45 and a half. Yeah, big, big gap here. So we'll, uh, we know we'll, we'll, we'll get a home final. Uh, and the Raiders, if results don't break their way, could be out on the eight, considering they're shocking for and against. So um, Nick Hines is back to the Sharks. I haven't said sure play, but I think I'll give him every chance. But that on the Raiders, I think the numbers are a little big. They're not a good side of the Raiders, but they've covered seven of the last nine on the road on the dog, four of the last six on the road of a double-digit loss. Sharks had a very poor day record, comes with one of their last five. Canberra have won nine straight against Cronulla. Fancy's probably pretty close. So happy to have the plus nine and a half and think that Canberra probably a little bit of favourite head-to-head betting as well. Thanks, Top Rope, right, but the plus there. Okay, now we go straight to uh, what we've got Manly and the West Tigers. Friday night, six o'clock, no one cares about this game. Everyone's waiting for the other one. Manly, $1.24. West Tigers, four. The line is 12.5, over under 47.5. Well, Pip might care about this game unless you don't want to, unless you don't want to putt. This is both teams are done and dusted. This is a huge driver spot for Manly. These two tend to go over. Oh, will be chips in the over 47.5. This total should be somewhere around the 56 mark. This game is completely meaningless. They'll be throwing it around willy nilly. Both teams have got mad Monday coming up. Chips in the over. Chips on the over there. Okay, thank you. Let's go straight to the Dolphins and the Warriors. 
uh, Saturday afternoon. The Dolphins $1.57, the Warriors are two forty. The line is four and a half over under forty nine and a half. Yeah, no real idea this time. Uh, uh, the Warriors are resting uh, for the eight best players there, so that's doing a very kind of you know hodgepodge team that they're, they're sending over. The Dolphins, they've brought in some answers as well as kind of aiming at most of their stars. They're looking to secure a top try score, a top point score for Jermaine Saif. They've already secured the point score, I guess, but the try score as well. So I just love you turn around. Lean towards the Dolphins, but four and a half is so a decent size number for a team that's sapphire down Milano. So lean Dolphins, but not a great. Thanks, Topper. Okay, let's go Penrith and the Cowboys. Penrith, $1.30. The Cowboys are three forty-five. The line is nine and a half over under 41 and a half. You are getting dizzy if you're following the betting movements on this one. The Panthers opened uh, the 11 and a half point favourites. Went to outsiders, two and a half point outsiders when I was kind of noted that they'll be resting most of their team. Teams were named that they're resting nobody. Supposedly, supposedly, they've named five players on the reserves who are likely to play. So uh, they were back out to uh, 11 and a half now, it's in the nine and a half. I think when those players may have settled somewhere in the six and a half marks. So well, I don't know this is a betting game, but the value, you, you, you're not going to go wrong back in the Cowboys now. The line is not going to get any bigger if they all play, and there's a good chance that a fair few players are rested in that in that side. So um, I, I would be looking to uh, I, I would be looking to take a plus, but yeah, again, small, small bet. Cowboys plus. Thank you. Okay, now here we go. Dragons and the Knights. Dragons two dollars. The Knights are a dollar eighty. The line is one and a half, and the over under forty six and a half. Yeah, no, Kayla, no thanks for, for the Knights for me. Uh, they're one eight straight. They've been on the back of some pretty irrepressible form from uh, from from Callum Pye. Uh, he took head not last week. He will, will be rested this week for, for the finals. They've locked in a home final. Uh, the Knights, which is starting to say itself, but. Look, say when we're out of Dragons, it's on the second last. They've not stopped putting in for it for experimental coach Ryan Carr. They've got four in the last 21 at Cogman, including six of those favourite. I'm happy to be with the, the Dragons here. I think the Dragons are a, are a good bet that, yeah, you can kind of tell by this, by this time of the year, the teams that you're out the coach and teams that continue to put in, they can continue to put in the, the Dragons. So I'm happy to bet them as well. Okay, take the Dragons there for top rope. Thank you. And then we rounded out with the Gold Coast and Canterbury. The Titans are a dollar twenty-seven. The Bulldogs three seventy-five. The line is eleven and a half, and the over/under fifty-three and a half. Yeah, both teams done and dusted. And I'll tell you, right, you're going to struggle to find two better bets in this week. The Titans minus and the over. But how does how how does over is at least sixty points? I, I, I've no idea. This is a daytime game between two teams you hate tackling. You are absolutely pissed. Moment. <laughs> you don't mind throwing the ball around with a couple of spaces out wide and a couple of strong men. The, the, the time this has got 40 20 written all over it, uh, if not more. So, uh, I'll be loading up on the Titans on loaning at the end of this one. This is, yeah, this is going to be an embarrassing end to an embarrassing season for the Warriors. Oh, chips in. I love it. Okay. Thanks, Top Rope. Now, punters, if you need the GGOA and you love your rugby league like we do, you can get that at Little Birdie Live TV shop, and that is $33 a week. MG's also going to have his AFL packages out for the finals and the Brownlow. So that is $25 a week in the Little Betty Live shop. You need them both for all your betting action. That is a wrap for this week of Thursday Lines. Thanks for joining us. Follow us on YouTube. Download our podcast everywhere you get your good podcasts from. Follow us on socials. We are Little Betty TV, Twitter and Insta. Remember, all your footy betting action is at topsport.com.au. Have a great week. See you next week. Oh, actually, I won't be here for a couple of weeks. So see you in a few weeks. Bye.